Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Amen and amen. I won't keep you long today. I know that many of you are quite weary, but I want to call your attention and just remind you of what you already know. That is, this world is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is perfectly being done. The will of God is perfectly being done in the kingdom of God in heaven. But this world system, the Bible is very clear. Cosmos is the Greek word. This world system is under the control and influence of the evil one. Turn with me toward the back of your Bible to 1 John 5. 1 John chapter 5, and we'll skip around a little bit today. But 1 John chapter 5 is pretty comprehensive, verse 19. We know that we, believers, are of God and the whole world, that is the whole cosmos, the whole world system, the method of operation, the world's way of doing things, lies under the sway, the influence of the evil one. The world is intoxicated by the influence of the evil one. Well, that's pretty strong, isn't it? Everybody say it with me. According to the Word of God, the whole world system of operation is influenced by the devil. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 4 says that the God, the little g, the God of this world has deceived and blinded the eyes of unbelievers. How many of you know that there are mighty spirits of deception that have been poured out in this earth today? Spirits of darkness, spirits of not being able to receive the truth. The devil operates in the realm of information. God operates in the realm of revelation. We are in a world system that is driven by deception and anger and pride, the desire and hunger for power and control. That flows right out of the devil. Remember in the Garden of Eden what, God, what Satan tempted Eve with was you don't, have to have, you don't have to walk in submission to God. He told you if you eat this you would die. You will not die. It's okay. But how did you get out of the kingdom of darkness into God's kingdom. Remember what Jesus said to Nicodemus? No one enters the kingdom of God unless he is born again, John 3, 3. You must be born again for the Holy Spirit to put his life on the inside of you. 
That's what transfers you out of the kingdom of darkness. Now, you can still listen to the kingdom of darkness. You can still cooperate with the kingdom of darkness, but you're not a citizen of the kingdom of darkness. Once you have by faith received the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit himself comes to live on the inside of you. You will never be totally satisfied walking under the influence of the devil when you have stepped into that new kingdom of life. We're born again into the kingdom of God. And once we are born again, well, I want you to turn back to the left with me. I want to show you another passage before we move on from that. Philippians, turn back to the left. Philippians chapter 3. When you are born again, you become the citizen of another kingdom. <coughs> Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Everybody say, this is for me. For our citizenship is in heaven from which we eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I'm waiting for him more eagerly now than I have in a long time. Our citizenship is in heaven. You know that your name is in a book in heaven because it registers when you were born again and became a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. You're a citizen of heaven. What's happened to many of us is we've gotten our eyes off kingdom and how it operates onto the things of this world and we begin to believe and feel and act like the kingdoms of this world are what it's all about. Jesus said, John 18, 36, my kingdom is not of this world. In fact, 1 John 2.15, the word says, do not love this world. For the things that are in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the boastful pride of life, trying to control everything, those are of this world under the influence of the devil. In fact, we're told in Romans 12 too, we all know it, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that good and perfect will of God. No, wait. How do you get your mind renewed? Through the truth. Jesus said, Father, thy word is truth. John 8, 31 and 32, if you abide in my word, you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. See, we have a mandate in prayer. Turn with me to Matthew 6. You've known this since you were a little child. You knew this verse before you were ever born again, I guarantee you. Matthew chapter 6. Have you thought about this this week? In verse 33, Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Don't worry and fret. Seek first the kingdom of God. Then 34, don't worry about tomorrow. Are you worried about tomorrow? Based on what? Based on what? What you saw this week? What you see on the news? Are you worried about tomorrow? 
Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. Shift your focus to the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God. Pastor, what is the kingdom of God? Listen, here's the definition of the kingdom of God. It's God's way of doing things. It's being done perfectly in heaven. And it'll be done on the earth as we cooperate with the king. King. Seek first. Let's go back here in, to verse 9 of chapter 6 of Matthew. Have you forgotten about this this week? The disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. We don't, we, don't know how, we don't even know how to pray. Jesus said, do it like this. In this manner, Jesus said, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed, holy, and awesome be your name. Look at verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You've been praying that the will of God that is in heaven be done on the earth. Well, why do you give up so easy and believe the reports of man if you believe you've heard from God and what he's doing in heaven? Now, that was a stiff word, wasn't it? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, what do you want me to pray? What are you doing in heaven? You say, well, pastor, I don't have control over what happens on the earth. No, but you have input. Input is not control but the Lord does not release you from the responsibility of input, and that is to pray. I know this, I have not been released from prayer about the affairs of this world this week. I want to tell you something else. This, this is my opinion as your pastor. This world, this nation is in for a shaking. It's all right. Just a child. You got to come to the king. You can't even know the father unless you humble yourself like a little child. It's all right. All of you who've got grandchildren know it's okay. It'll pass. <laughs> this world's in for a shaking. Our nation's in for a shaking. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I wish I had some better news. But nothing is going to change the fact that your sovereign God is your father. You're his child. And his kingdom is unshakable. This world will shake, but the kingdom of God where you're really a citizen will not be shaken or moved. See, there's a kingdom on the earth as well as a kingdom in heaven. There's a political kingdom on the earth. This world system under the influence of the evil one 
is hungry for power and control. And sometimes power and control is usurped illegitimately. Sometimes it's granted legitimately. And sometimes it's designated. But here's the thing. The power of the earthly political kingdom is flawed because the operators of that kingdom were all flawed by our own sin, our lack of understanding, our own desires. This world system has the influence of the evil one. But the kingdom of God, all authority is not usurped. All authority, <laughs> listen, I wish everybody in America would wake up and listen. The kingdom of God is not a democracy. You ain't got to vote. It's run by a mighty, sovereign, all-knowing, all-powerful king. But this almighty, sovereign king is loving and gracious and patient and wise. He is not only sovereign and almighty, but he is a God of benevolent love and kindness. The king is all-powerful, and he makes the rules. The kingdom of God operates perfectly in the lives of those who believe and receive the lordship of the king. Do you know, first and foremost, you don't belong to this nation, this state, this city. First and foremost, you belong to the sovereign king who loved you and redeemed you from your sin. Your future is in his hands. Your future is in his hands, and he is greater than any man-made institution there is. Well, not only is there a political kingdom in this world, there's an educational system. It's amazing. This world is based on the information that fallen men and women can, can glean and put together and actually disperse as being the truth. There's only one problem with that. All the dispersers of education are fallen men and women. So that means we don't know all the truth. Especially since truth is not, doesn't come from information, it comes from revelation. And only the Holy Spirit of God can grant revelation based on his word. You see, in the kingdom, that wisdom is granted by the king, by his word and his spirit and his servants. Be careful who you listen to. It comes through revelation. The kingdom of this world not only has a political system, an educational system, it has an economic system. This world has continuing efforts to glean needed resources. But there's competition for those resources because the philosophy is there's a limited supply. There's a limited supply and, and demand keeps changing. 
I may lose my customers. I may lose my patients. I may lose my, my ministry partners. I may, and so the, the economic systems of this world, there is a limited supply, and it's based on how I can glean enough and keep enough to sustain me until I'm out of here. That's the way the economic systems of this world works. Do you know the kingdom of God has his own economy? Did you know that? The kingdom of God has his own economy. Paul writes to the Philippians and he thanks them for investing in his ministry. He said, in fact, nobody, no other church shared with me but you alone in the early stages of this ministry. How blind are Christians sometimes. But then he says, you supplied my need and I have an abundance. And I want you to know something, Philippians and covenant heirs. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God has an economy. It's not based on this world. There's not a, a limited supply. He is God Almighty. First Chronicles 29 says that everything in the heavens and the earth are yours, O God. You created it and it belongs to you. Have you gone before the Lord and said, Lord, all that I am and have that's any good has come from you. Every good and perfect gift has come from the Father of light. I recognize that anything good has come to, from you, and I release it to you and say, you're the owner of it. I'm your steward. Tell me what to do with it. God has an economy. See, God says that in my economy, I want you to know that I'm the provider of everything, but I have called the first 10% of everything I give you holy. So don't walk around with my money in your pocket. There's something I want to do with that. If you will recognize that the tithe is holy, it's mine, and if you'll reinvest it into what I've told you to do in for my kingdom, I want you to know that I'm going to open the windows of heaven for you and pour you out a blessing till it overflows, and I will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. Let me tell you something. Listen to me. There is no man, there is no economy, there is no nation that can shut down your supply when you are looking to Almighty God as your provider. His economy is based on a holy covenant and it cannot be destroyed by man, by politicians, by world conditions, by pandemics. It is put in place by God Almighty. Economy. The earth has one, and the kingdom has one. And God releases his resources through his agents. Who are agents, Pastor? His sons and daughters who believe him and obey him. Get revelation of it. And the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of God have totally different durations. 1 John 2.17 lets us know that the kingdom of this world, this earth, this world is passing away. Those of you who've studied history, let me ask you a question. 
What earthly kingdom is alive today in the same state it was in its prominence? Can you count to zero? The systems of this world are passing away, but the kingdom of God endures forever. The moment you exit this earth, you will be fully enveloped in where you're already a citizen by faith in Jesus Christ. You were never created to stay here indefinitely. You've got a home that is eternal and unshakable. Hallelujah. Provided for you by the one who loves you, who bought you with his own blood. His kingdom is unshakable. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I do not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest in his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. His oath, His covenant, His blood supports me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, He then is all my help and stay. And thank you that you've brought us into citizenship into that kingdom by your incredible, marvelous grace, Lord. It's grace that's brought us safe thus far. And grace will lead us home. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. And all the people said, amen. We'll see you next week. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.